No, I mean the clock. Oh, the clock. <laughs> we are recording. Recording. Awesome. How you been? So, uh, oh, uh, yeah, good. Uh, at this very moment, I'm done in. Uh, I think I said last week I was done in at the start, actually. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm done in this week. Uh, another thing I think I said last week also, that we don't say I'm bored in the house. We don't allow that. We don't allow yeah. saying I'm tired in the house as well. And okay. uh, you're... You'll get to understand that when you have kids, especially three of them at different ages or any age, I suppose. You're not allowed to say tired anymore because you just are, you know, where once you subscribe to that, you are just tired forever, I think. Uh, yeah. so, I guess it's but, also just a mute point, isn't it? To just say yeah. it because like, duh, <laughs> what yeah. else are you going to be? Exactly. Right at this very second, I feel physically drained because I've just finished another workout. Uh, the classes this week and last week were quite high energy, intense ones, not so much technical fitness based and everything else. And uh, yeah, I'm just going into sessions fatigued, so it takes it out of me a bit more. But all in all, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm in good spirits, good place this week. You? Yeah, I, I'm in good spirits for sure. I've, I've turned a corner from last week to this week i'm just in a really i've been in a consistently good place every day because that's what i was i was telling you i was feeling different every day some days were good and some days were just really bad uh, but this last week i've been consistently in a good place and I've, I've made a few adjustments and i think that's uh really sorted stuff out it's really trying to find the schedule it's trying to work out how you're going to place out your day i think to manage your energy best because otherwise you just you just go off the rails with this stuff. Yeah, I, I relate to that, actually. I hadn't even really thought about it. But now that you've said it, I've definitely been more balanced this week uh, since we last spoke uh, 100%. Today uh, started a bit strange and different because I got up with no agenda until classes at 3 o'clock. And then, yeah. like, Lauren got up earlier with the little one, which she kindly uh, uh, quite often does. And uh, she was a bit like, oh, well, you're, are you going to lay in bed? Or and it, I don't think we both were sailing in the same direction straight away but it only lasted a moment and then we you know we we got on with it and uh, the day the day's been fine uh, you said you made a few adjustments yeah, yeah i figured out that there's there's two versions of my day it's like you know uh, rick and morty parallel universes this is one of my parallel universes and it all depends on whether or not i shower first thing in the morning so okay. productive me is someone who gets up and before anything else he has a shower and then okay. there's this other guy who, instead of that, he has his coffee, he has his breakfast. And before you know it, I'm, I'm not being productive. I'm doing things, but I'm being a busy boy. I'm just getting rubbish done that does, doesn't really serve any real purpose. But for some reason, if I have my shower and I put on some actual clothes, like, you know, put on, uh, I've thought about it. And then I go have my coffee. I just seem to go in a complete different direction. And this week, I've just made a real point of, before I've turned the kettle on, before I sit down at my desk, I just go and have my shower. And it, yeah, that close. seems to be the big, big thing. And I don't know what it is. It's just something just tells me, right, well, we're going now if, if we've done that. I yeah, again, I don't know I, if you, you can relate to that. 
Again, yeah, I'd say I relate in a sense of uh, I've got a very. I think I showed like we've got a very time scheduled week usually. Not in a yeah. sort of. Well, I suppose a bit geeky, but so anyway, it's just uh, I feel like I've accomplished if I stick. Oh, well, I just know if I stick to the things that I've got planned out, I get everything done within a framework we might not be you know the to-do list is always going but myself like I don't like getting up in the morning I've never liked getting up in the morning and anything before 10 o'clock is the morning as far as I'm concerned do I get to lay in till 10 o'clock no no it doesn't doesn't happen uh, very you know very rarely uh, well once a week Lauren and I we share a, uh, a laying day so she has a laying day I have a laying day so yeah no, very rarely once a week I get to lay in till 10 but it's not like a daily thing as one did when they were like a teenager or whatever else uh dress, getting dressed and showering isn't high on my priorities i think as a routine uh my uh what is it your upkeep your cleanliness and that routine uh, would be later in the day as such i would always shower that after training obviously if i stink all that i shower in the morning as well but we had a delivery today we had a load of new kettlebells arrive uh, for the dojo we're just starting to get a few things take a few opportunities where we're seeing things cheap and that in the current yeah. climate to give something back to the students so when they come back and that arrived and we had to check it all to make sure everything was there uh, and I'm, I'm quite happy in my dressing gown doing that you know you know i don't need to be suited and booted and uh but what i do have to do is eat if I don't eat, then the day doesn't become productive because I don't think I'm fueled. Uh, yeah, so I can quite easily job. just get up, wake up and just emails and, you know, like you say, do stuff. But then I'll, I'll quite easily go till midday, one, two o'clock and not eat uh, because I've got an ability just to switch off that that hunger thing i don't need to eat i can just deal with it uh but yeah i suppose that, that's the thing uh cc actually going off on a little tangent cc you know i said about uh, just like wearing a dressing gown cc was uh, saying the other day uh about the neighbor who uh slightly older uh, not elderly just uh, older uh was washing the car in like a suit like in a shirt and usual like shoes okay uh, she, she was like why why do some people some older people wear uh clothes like that they they don't yeah, have yeah. Like lounge gear or uh, joggers or that kind of thing have you ever noticed or ex seen that my, my granddad is one of those types uh so my granddad you know he wears a shirt every day uh and regardless of what he's doing he might be doing diy all day but he will put on a pair of trousers with a belt with some shoes they won't be his like best shoes but there'll be a pair of dress shoes uh, and a shirt and depending on his mood you know a waistcoat a cardigan uh, sometimes even a tie uh, he, he's just always dressed like that and I don't know if it's just a you know he just came from that I think it is an, an error thing isn't it of, yeah that's what just, yeah, that's what I said to Cece got, I said, got dressed yeah. got on with the day I don't think there was joggers back then there definitely no, wasn't no. leggings there definitely wasn't trainers and that kind of thing so I think even today even though they're accessible to those uh, things it's not what you wear kind of thing it's yeah not, it's not what you're used to isn't it I'm sure we'll have it you know I'm sure we already do if we really think about it stuff that people wear now and you're just like I'm not wearing that uh, I'll stick <laughs> yeah. to my whatever it is that's normal for us now and isn't isn't so normal uh, well, headphones who would wear a big bulky pair of headphones with a light a cable and all of that now well yeah but they're now you're hip for that you're like a hipster <laughs> so that's like the funky thing to wear but you're it's like wearing it as a fashion statement these days for people whereas it just used to be 
that's what a headphone was yeah. uh, beforehand. Same as like, I saw someone a little while ago, they had a CD Walkman. Yeah, um, I, I, but yeah. You see that, yeah. don't you? Like cassette Walkmans every now and then, and it's just a real hipster thing to do at the minute. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's no practical reason to have uh, a CD Walkman anymore, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah, well, if, if you've got a catalogue of uh, tunes that way, then then maybe, maybe. Uh, second, yeah, yeah. well, third uh, podcast in now, where we had comments on our last one, as did you see on, on I the did YouTube? not see. Yeah, there's some, anything... there's some comments. Uh, just, just praise it was, I think, you know, people finding it useful. I don't know if it was just one of those troll ones or something, but... Uh, <laughs> we'll take it, it's fine. Yeah, we'll take it. So, uh, if, if anyone's watching these and they're enjoying them or, you know, getting something from it, do comment because it inspires us and it moves us along, doesn't it? Well, I had a, I had a quick chat with my mum the other day who saw it on Facebook, uh, saw episode one on Facebook, and this was this was her response. What's that thing with you and JC where you don't like people? <laughs> and I was like, did you watch it? She goes, no, I don't watch stuff like that. And I was like, well, then you can't comment on it. <laughs> you can't. And she goes, I don't like stuff like that. And I go, well, if you watched it, Jay actually says that if you don't like stuff like that, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, people are paying attention at least <laughs> oh good good i suppose it's getting out there and uh people will come to it won't they oh mate there are podcasts for everything and anything so i'm sure we'll find our niche because there's yeah. there, there's a podcast for everybody so. yeah so if you're, you're listening let me know that you're listening let us know you're listening right uh should yeah. i go first or are you going first as i've got some uh, nice after you go on take take uh, take the lead a few things, uh, I think because I think a lot of people are reflecting at the moment on their life. I think everything's slowed down to such a pace now. People are having a look at their life and uh, realizing they don't need that in their life or maybe questioning, uh, you know, finances and everything else. Uh, is there anything uh, that you would want to change going forward or right now, for instance, something silly or, or something big. Like for instance, I want to change. I've got a, I've just realized I've got a habit of saying, wait a minute. So like the girls have come over, it might be something silly like Poppy wants her iPad unlocked or something like that. And she'll say, oh, I can do that. And I, I've got this habit that I don't like of saying, wait a minute, because I'm always constantly doing something. So I'm trying to now, making sure that because otherwise i think the kids will then see me as always wait a minute they're not the priority so i've made a point of unless it's like i've got hot tongs in my hand or something it'll be like or I'll explain why they have have to wait i'll be like say there a second not do, do you get what i mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, i'm consciously wanting to change that just as like a as a little habit but yeah coming out of this for you anything yeah, I, quite a lot of stuff generally. I, you, I've done a lot of reflecting in this time. I guess it is because you do find pockets of, of space that you didn't have before uh, or just, just more headspace recently. I guess where you're not, we're not on the treadmill in the same way that we were before. We're still doing things. We're still being productive. We're keeping busy. But there is, there is a sense of stepping off the treadmill. So I have had more time to reflect. And one thing I've found is that I want to be more creative because I've really felt that I haven't done anything. 
creative for quite a long time. We've been very productive and business has been good and, you know, uh, life is going, going well. But recently I've been trying to, you know, we're doing the podcast and I've been trying to do some stuff on YouTube and I've been doing some other bits. Uh, Anne's got into drawing recently and it's really like we've just sparked the creative side of ourselves again. Oh, I realized that it was a bit starved. You want to create children. You want to oh, create no. children. <laughs> <laughs> you, this it, is it. Natural. <laughs> you got married and you just want to create. What do I need? Not children. I, I, I've learned to draw by numbers. Uh, that, that's a bit of a jump. <laughs> I feel like we're skipping a few steps. <laughs> Well, yeah, there we go. So I want to make babies, apparently. <laughs> and you want to stop saying busy. See, put the title as, as wants to make babies. Pushes <laughs> it. I think, wait, what's that called? Um, clickbait. I think that's clickbait. Okay. Okay. What would your mum say, do you reckon? Oh, she's, she's well up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. She's my, this is going off on a bit of a tangent, but it's well worth it. For years and years, my mum's line to me was, you're young, you've got loads of time. And this was the answer to everything. So start your own business, get married, have kids. Anytime I'd mention anything of the sort, she's like, you're so young, you've got so much time. And then I think it was 27 or 28, it just switched. She's like, when are you, when are you getting married? <laughs> when are you going to start thinking about having kids? Oh, and you're like, wow, that just changed overnight. I'm just, what? Well, I'm not young anymore. In the late 20s, it's done. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a thing. That was a strange thing. Anyway, yes. Uh, one thing I'd change is trying to make more time for things that are creative. Because I think previously they were seen as they're not productive. So therefore, they're a waste of time. So yeah. you make time for it. You'd always push it back because it was something that's not going to, I don't know, move the needle on certain stuff but but it's food for the soul in the same way that our conversations are uh it, it feeds something in you that otherwise or in me anyway that otherwise just seems to starve creating uh, creative in a sense to uh have purpose to it i.e to sell it or to get engagement from it or on just a personal level of just enjoyment I think it's the enjoyment one because I think otherwise I do that. We're always, you know, creating new things, even as simple as like lesson plans and all the rest of it. There's an element of creativity to it, you know, martial arts, it's in the name. But, but yeah, I think doing something to, without the need for it to be super productive, without the end goal to be, it's going to make you some money or something like that. I don't know what it is, but like it, it to be more of a hobby and less of a, a project, yeah. a work, uh, and I, like not all the time. I don't want to spend my whole day doing it, but there is something about it where I'm like, yeah, I want to just do something because I want to do it, and not because I feel like I need to do it or it's going to be the best at it or anything like that. Best. Yeah, yeah, just just something to have a bit of fun outside of the the scope of the normal stuff. Yeah, Cece Cece does horse riding, and one thing we've uh, made sure because we're we're very competitive as a family and everything mm -hmm. else. So it's like if we do something, not just to the point of excellence that you want to do it as it should be done, but you want to be beating everyone else at doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. the the horse riding, we've not allowed to go there. We've not uh, if she if she wanted to, if she said, oh, I want to do competitions and all of that, and we you know she's had the opportunity, uh, but we haven't 
pushed it, uh, that's a better word, that way, because we wanted to always keep it as just a hobby, as something that she just enjoys doing. Uh, yeah. So what, what, what have you got in mind, or you've not found it yet? It, it, it can be a bunch of stuff because I, I play a bit of guitar. I, I like a bit of video editing. I like a bunch of things and I just want to make sure I make some time for them here and there. And that's the thing. Simple. I don't want it to be anything dead specific where I'm like, I'm going to do that because then it's going to become a project. It's going to become yeah. gonna do this and I'm going to get it here and then I'm going to do this with it. I just want to, you know, dip in and out of things without overly committing and trying to make it into something bigger than it needs to be. Because hmm. I've got enough of that going on anyway with work anyway. and the rest of it. So yeah, I very much get that from my bonsai trees. Uh, yeah. And the time I spend with them because you're you're growing something that's a forever changing project. Uh, you don't have ultimate control over it. And I, you know, I've never sold one. I've never, uh, I've never any intention to. Uh, but it's just something I just enjoy doing. Yeah. Well, that's it. So that's what I think. Uh, I, I've I've recognised in all this that that could do with some time mm. but yeah i like that i like that this is something i wanted to go on to and this is i guess you can kind of bounce off onto that i was thinking the other day about people's and their vices so people and things like smoking or drinking because we spoke about this last week about all the alcohol flying off the shelf yeah um and we spoke a little bit about drug use and all the rest of it and then i was thinking to myself what is my what are my vices uh, because I've in in terms of health wise, I'm not into anything like we spoke. We said we don't we haven't really done drugs. We don't really drink much. Like we enjoy a drink from time to time, but I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know if we'd call it a vice. Would you call the amount or the way that me and you would consider drinking a vice? No, because I I think I've got control over it. What is a vice? Yeah, well, that and that that was kind of what I was going to ask you because I'm not really sure. I don't think a vice is something that um that I don't think it's, it's an addiction. Yeah, because I, I'm not quite clear and it's not to be like holier than now, I'm a perfect human. I just can't think of what I would would say is my advice. Well, it says uh, as a noun, it's immortality, wrongdoing, wrong wickedness, badness, evil, blah, 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 blah. But as a second, smoking is my only vice. I think that's what we're referring to, a shortcoming, a failing, a flaw, a fault, a defect, weakness, a weak point, etc. Right. Interesting. So yeah, I missed that. What did you say? What's your vice? Well, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I would think of my vice, but if you're calling it like, what is your weakness? Then I, I definitely have a vice for being too nice to people. Uh, and then in some like we've spoke about this a lot, uh, being too quick to say yes and taking too much onto your plate because you, you don't want to, offend anyone or upset anyone and you you kind of you look after others before looking in and looking after yourself yeah. yeah so i i don't know if you could count that but that that seems to be a, i guess an emotional vice because i don't have one such as smoking or anything like that i enjoy a cigar once a year and i don't know why but again i don't think if you do it once a year it counts yeah yeah so, so it's you a have funny... a vice it's a funny one actually because uh, I I suppose it, it comes down to what you determine as a wrongdoing. It's all objective, yeah. isn't it? Uh, because I I think this conversation about a vice is something that you're guilty of. Uh, 
uh, you feel guilty of doing. You, you don't feel that you should be doing kind of thing. Mm. Uh, or is it a little bit more along the lines of it is a guilty pleasure? Okay, it's, it's what you can be uh, like, like Bruce, I can get him to do something because I give him his treat. His treat is he, Bruce is our German Shepherd, uh, not, not one of my children. Uh, give him a treat. <laughs> Uh, that's like his vice, you know. Do we mean it from that point of view? Uh, because, uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting that I haven't really properly because, thought about so that. So my my mum and dad smoked for you know, the best part of half their lives, and I could definitely look at it and say that's their vice because it was basically uncontrollable. Everyone knows it's not good for you. There's no real benefit to doing it it's it's a it's a vice i get that so um, and then when you try and you know i always you try and put it onto you and i'm like what have i got that's the equivalent to that and i think it would be more of a a character thing or a behavior thing where it's like you do it and you know you're not meant to do it and you you tell yourself i'm not going to do that again like here's a good example when people say we, we for anyone who doesn't know we run martial arts schools and occasionally someone can't pay for something or something needs to be pushed back and i've always said in my head we don't do it for free it is a job i will always take payment but every now and then i can't control it i'll say don't worry about that payment or don't worry about that fiver don't worry about whatever it is and i'll let it go but then later on in the day i'll come back to it in my own mind and be like why did i do that i didn't need to do that they could have, we could have made an arrangement. I didn't need to say, just don't pay me, but mm. it's just in there. And I think that's, that's what I would consider my vice. But like, I could turn around and say, for instance, ice cream uh, is a bit of a vice uh, because I like ice cream, uh, not to an excessive degree or whatever, but I like ice cream. But at the same time, like your thing you just said about being too nice uh, is also a positive thing. And also ice cream could be a comforting thing, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, but, I think, you know, people who smoke would say that it's what calms them down and yeah. it's where they get their little moment of solitude and peace. So I, I get it from that point. If you're doing anything, it's for pleasure, I assume, to a certain extent, uh, whether mm. it's got, you know, repercussions or not down the line. Because, you know, the action of smoking and drinking alcohol at the time, it doesn't cause you any physical pain. We just know from science that it, it damages you in the long run, I guess. Yeah. Same way if you ate a ton of ice cream. Well, when I was younger, uh, training was a vice at times yeah. because yeah, yeah. I didn't understand overtraining uh, and understand training with an injury. Like, for instance, Cece, she's uh, injured her hip slightly, uh, like she's pulled something on her lower back hip. And uh, yesterday, you know, she wasn't putting it on. She just couldn't bounce. It was that bad. And I've turned around and said, look, I have two days off minimum you know you don't go for a walk you don't run but you, you're just gonna put tiger balm on a uh, hot water bottle cold and you're just gonna rest it uh, but back when probably i was her age uh and probably a bit older i would keep on training uh, mm. because I felt I had to train, otherwise I'd be falling behind. Whereas I realised that curve goes that way, and then you end up further from that point. Whereas if you take a few days rest, you then get back up to that point a lot, lot quicker. So that used to be advice, but I'm, I would say I'm a bit more wise to that now. Uh, I, think, I think a real advice I have is sleeping or laying in bed. 
because right, I, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy sleeping and laying in bed. Uh, I just enjoy it. I don't, I wouldn't do enough of it at the moment. And if it was written anywhere, what's your hobbies? I'd write down sleeping. I'm really good <laughs> at it. Uh, I think in a previous life, I must've been a lion or something with a, a, female, a male rather lion. Cause they say the male like sleeps 23 hours of a day and gets up to like right. eat mate or, you know, go for a piss and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I, I like to sleep and it becomes a vice when you don't get up and you're like, oh damn man, I, I should have been up a few hours ago and doing this or doing that. Uh, it, you know, I can go quite, quite happily days without a lot of sleep as you know, you, you do with your, not to your degree, but with your insomnia. Uh, but yeah, I would say that's a vice for me. Yeah. I, I think that kind of clarifies it a bit more that it's, it's something that when it starts affecting other areas of your life, or it could affect other areas of your life, but you still would do it. You'd still, you know, yeah. you'd still have the sleeve, even though you know it's probably not the, the most productive or useful thing to be doing. You'd still have the cigarette, even though you know it's probably going to give you cancer down the line, whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, then yeah. I, it's definitely that with the nice thing, because I, I do it knowing that some people are taking advantage. And I do it knowing that I don't need to do it because they're not going to, someone's not going to think less of me or, or leave my business or anything like that just because I've not been quote unquote nice to them. Uh, but I still do it. It's just... I don't know if my sense of humor is a little bit of advice because uh, I like winding people up. It's a, it's a trait. <laughs> It's a trait that Cece's got there, and uh, Cece's got mannerisms that are exactly the same as my nan, my dad's mum, and she was a complete wind-up as well. Not, not constantly, not a comedian or anything, but would go out of her way to wind you up for a pleasure, <laughs> but to a degree where it could almost be borderline bullying and to harm as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I, can, I can see how people would take it. Whenever we go to international tournaments, I can see the new people who are there for the first time who are struggling to kind of comprehend what's going on uh, between like the likes of me, you, Sean, uh, stuff like that. We've got a couple of guys where it gets silly and sometimes it gets real silly and sometimes, like you said, it gets flat out just bad. <laughs> and you can tell the people who are not used to being around it because they're not quite sure how to take it, uh, whether or not to laugh, whether or not to cry. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I didn't know you consider that like a vice. That it, do you, well, would you say that you just can't help it? Yeah, yeah completely. Yeah. Well, I can remember when, uh, again, must have been about Cece's age, uh, Paul Chapman, if uh, in anything, he came into this. He was around, there was a group of us that used to travel and compete a lot. And we'd quite often say around each other's houses and night before tournaments. And he had this big mushroom hair. I think it was that particular week we were training and some, you know, Every now and then you get a Madden, well, we've got a, Madden, a lot of mad ones anyway, but you have a real nutter come in to the dojo, into the training. You know, probably no intention of ever training. This woman, like, she must be, you know, just uh, heading back after a few drinks or for a few more. She walked in, she walked right up to him and went, are you a girl? Uh, so we decided when, because <laughs> of his hair. So we decided, uh, Shab and I decided we should shave his head. Uh, so you've got to think he's mushroom hair like 15 year old and uh, he willingly did it because he knew he'd get like 
beaten if he didn't and we shaved his hair off well first of all we like inscripted things in the back of his head we left like his fringe on and like tufts out here and we just did it in stages and i can't remember we zipped him up in a bag and everything uh, he didn't go to school for three weeks afterwards because we he was bald and it's like that looking back that was like yeah we were kids we didn't really know did we uh, but yeah that that's a vice because i had no control over that interesting <laughs> yeah i like it I, I love the idea of him not going to school for three weeks because he was bald <laughs> yeah <laughs> Back when you know you wouldn't have bald head, would you? So yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on. Interesting. Right. Uh, changes subject then. Uh, I I don't know why uh, I wrote this down. I think because uh, we found out a couple of things about each other, which maybe we haven't had the opportunity, like our religious faith and everything. Uh, I've written down what What are you scared of? Oh. That's a deep question there. Mm. Yeah, you're going down some layers. So I used to have quite crippling uh, arachnophobia. So I just had a fear of spiders. Uh, and I really didn't like that I had it. So I went out and bought a tarantula. So I had a pet spider for about two years and I used it to just use exposure therapy, basically, to get rid of my fear of spiders. Uh, so there was that. That was successful, uh, I, wasn't it? It, it was successful to the extent that I had no fear of that spider in particular. I would hold it. It would climb on me. It bit me once. It was never an issue. Uh, but like if a, if a spider was in a place where I didn't expect it, maybe this is just a normal behavior to a thing being where they're not. If a spider just came out of nowhere, yeah, I know. I know I'm, I'm asking for trouble. I'd probably have a little jump and then I'd be all right. Again, like I, I remove them from the house now. It's not a problem. Uh, but that was that was one, not anymore. Uh, other than that, I had a big fear of dying for a real long time, uh, and just a general fear of of death. Not like fear. Uh, that's a tricky one. Not a fear of dying, but a fear of death. If you understand what I mean by the difference of that. Yeah, yeah. Not the experience of dying, but no what would be coming in death and what death yeah. would mean for me it's not getting run this. over or you know or, yeah the not like oh, i'm not going to touch a germ or something like that but the actual yeah, yeah. finality of yeah yeah and I, I could get myself Is it worked mortality? up with it. yeah i get yeah mortality, mortality? yeah i i'd get worked up with it where i'd create a scenario in my own head i'd go you know if tomorrow I got hit by a car and I'd be dead and then people would not know. And then at some point my mum would find out and I'd like, I'd go through the whole process that as if, as if I'd actually died and I'm sitting now watching uh, how people are going through it and getting a bit upset that my mum's getting upset that I've died, but I haven't actually died. Yeah. I'm a bit over it now, but it was, it was a thing for a while where I just got in a habit of thinking about it. Uh, normally at night because I'd not sleep and this is where my mind would go uh, and you just think about death for ages and go yeah that's a scary ass thing uh, the yeah. end of it all but I guess in doing so I came to, came to terms with it all and uh, it, don't, it doesn't bother me so much now but you don't fear anything else <sighs> no, nothing that I'd consciously there's nothing I like avoid because I'm scared of it if that if that makes mm. there's nothing in particular i'm like 
oh don't Bounce. don't bring that near me yeah because that scares me because that's when i think of fear people say oh i don't like snakes then that means they're never gonna put themselves around snakes mm. and if a snake came on tv they'd cover their eyes and look away for it so i don't i don't have anything like that you have a fear i've never I've never known you to have a fear. Uh, well, I remembered why I wrote this down. I was speaking to a guy, actually. Uh, he said he was uh, listening to the podcast. And uh, uh, like uh, the Hamilton family, the, if the world, I've said it before, if the world had more Hamilton's families, it'd be a better place. Uh, they're really, really That's lovely people. Man. And uh, Guy said, uh, at the start of all of this, like we were talking and he was a little bit unsettled with, you know, uh, you know we were just talking through things as we all were with what was happening that and he said he's got no fear of dying or uh, anything at all he's only only fear he has is not providing uh, mm. not being able to provide for his family and uh, that that really struck me and uh, I've uh, I, I, I suppose I don't fear that because I've always got faith that I will be able to do something I've always got faith that with my hands I could do something I, I could go and dig holes for someone if I had to to provide so Never fear that. Uh, I, w I went and saw a homeopath years ago, actually, and uh, they they asked similar questions. And one of the questions, uh, what was it? It was uh, not a vice. It was uh, like a negative trait or something like that. And uh, I won't go off the tangent. We may well go to that another time. But they they asked what your fear is, and uh, it really stopped me for a minute because yeah, I, I like. I think I can handle fear quite well. Uh, like I'm not uh, afraid, not to confront people, but say things when they should be said, to do things when they need to be done. Uh, I will put myself quite easily in harm's way to help others and those kinds of things. I don't have those kind of fears. I'm not scared of anything of like a spider or anything that would be big to eat you or that if it ate me then it was meant to be kind of thing i think that's how they would but the only fear i think i have is not having lived uh and i yeah that that's what i wrote down when i saw this ha uh, homeopath i fear not having lived i fear getting to the end of this life be it tomorrow 50 years time and look back on and say i coulda shoulda or woulda at any moment and at times i think that's a crutch because it it makes you morally question a lot of things at times uh because it might be morally wrong to do it or something like that but you fear uh not having lived having does that make any sense yeah completely well i think it's also a very useful quality to have because to, to fear that will mean that you'll work against it and you'll make sure that you do the things that you want to do in life and experience the things you want to experience. So I think without that feeling in you, it, that's sometimes you see people and you, you just think, you don't, you think you're going to live forever. Like you, you, you act like you've got all the time in the world. Mm. It's like, we're not here forever and we don't really know what's on the other side. We all have our faith and our beliefs and uh, what we think is there, but you don't know. Uh, so you like you can't can't waste this time while you have yeah. it because it's it's finite and it's it's what makes everything valuable, isn't it? It's everything is worth more because we don't have it forever. It's everything yeah. ends one day, including ourselves, and even this planet is going to not be here one day. So that you know, it's it's the ultimate motivator. 
at the same time. And I think that's what I mean when I say I can't think of a fear I have because there's times I've been afraid. I've felt fear uh, and I'm sure I'll feel fear again, but it's, it's, you don't run from it. You, you're going to face it. You're going to, you're going to find a way of dealing with the fear. There's, yeah. I, I don't, there's, a, there's a difference between being crippled by it and, you know, dealing with it. Yeah, it's the anagram of fear as well, isn't it? It's forget everything and run. That's what most people do in a fearful situation or it's face everything and rise. And, you know, that, that's really what I teach. Like next week, we've got a self-defense week and I will teach that as the self-defensing. You know, we're teaching you to stand there and protect yourself, not just run away. Though running away is a good thing, but don't run into uh, traffic and get run over kind of thing. It's, you know, there's there needs to be, uh, yeah, uh, situation to that. I know when my dad passed, uh, like my dad uh, is was my my hero, and uh, when he passed, a lot of people turned around and said, "My God, he had lived, didn't he? He he'd gone and got the t-shirt, sent the postcard, and everything else." And I can remember we 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 were driving around London once, and someone turned to me and said, "Was your dad a black car?" cab driver and it's like no and they're like he just seems to know everywhere and uh he was like that with everything like it, there wasn't a thing that i couldn't turn to and say dad how do i solve this how do i do that and i think a lot of things being a parent now uh he blagged for for a degree like he'd turn i'll turn around and say how do i do that and he'd say uh or he'd go and find out for us uh, he was a very useful man in that sense. Like this week, I'll bring it up because this week it marks like eight years since he's passing. And uh, I don't mark dates. I know some people are very uh, like birthdays, they mark death days and things like that. I don't do that. Like I couldn't, I can't remember exactly which day it was. Uh, but I know it was the end of, of April and you can't help but to think about it. But yeah, I can remember at his funeral, people uh, turning around and saying, and uh, you know, oh, he lived, you know, all the photos we had of him with his different cars and his uh, art uh, all, all the different places he'd been in that and I, I can remember thinking yeah I, I've got to make sure that come out of this life you know having having been there and Lauren and I got a little bit of a joke going at the moment uh, anything that comes up I, I'll, I'll be like oh yeah I did that with my dad kind of thing it's a you know a little bit of a silly joke oh you know uh, we're, we're watching something about the military in Afghanistan it was like oh yeah, yeah I was there with dad <laughs> kind, of, kind of thing but well, your, your dad, you know, just sticking on his tub because uh, he always comes up, like you said, around this time of year. Uh, he, that was his biggest influence on me yeah, beyond everything else in terms of martial arts and everything. But his biggest influence was he always just seemed to do what he wanted to do. He was just always doing what he wanted to do. He lived his life according to his own, uh, own way. Rules. His own rules. Uh, and it was... It was just, it was such a, a mind blowing thing for me at that age. Cause I was, you know, I was going through things with trying to figure out what direction I wanted to take my life in and to see someone who was just, he just did exactly what he wanted to do. Wanted to sell paintings. He sold paintings. He wanted to uh, teach martial arts. He taught martial arts, he, whatever he wanted. He wanted to go and raise baby wolves. He went and raised baby wolves. There was just no there was obstacles but there was no barriers he always just found a way to to get get it done and it was it was just very uh it was just such a good trait to have and it was something great to watch because it made you think yeah that's that's what life's about because although we can say your dad passed earlier than 
you know, what we traditionally would say is a full life. Like you said, you can't say that he didn't live a full life. Uh, it's like he just, he just did everything on his terms. And that way, it just kind of like you don't, oh, there's some sadness with him not being here, not, you know, to, to hang on it too long. But, but you know he lived a good life. And that's, uh, you know, that's all you ever want for anyone, including yourself. Like you said, you just want to make sure that when you do look back on it, if you get the chance to look back on it, that you can say, yeah, I lived the life. Yeah, the, uh, I've got a thing uh, when I get into this kind of conversation, because I do really enjoy the conversation. Like you said, oh, I don't want to hang on it too much, but I actually really enjoy it uh, because I'm over the stage of getting upset about it. And Well, I'm not over it, you never get over it, but uh, I'm in control of that stage of getting upset about it, shall I say. Like This has been the, the uh, best year I've had dealing with it mm. uh, because he was you know, my best mate as well as my dad and everything else to lose such a person you know, in the back of my mum and everything. Kells uh, surrounding it uh, but uh, yeah I think I, I like to think we're going back to like fear thing and everything else is uh, I, I've got a belief that when you pass life flashes before your eyes uh, and I've got a thing I call moments of clarity uh, so I don't know if you again I didn't have this written down but it's cool how conversation gets into the different taste of uh, soul food uh, I don't know if you have it where it's almost like life stops still for a moment and you look around and it's like, you know, you're alive. And I called out like right now is a moment of clarity. Uh, mm. It's I know at this very moment from this conversation, it, it can be just something really silly. You could just be playing at, like you do every day at home with the kids or something, but you just notice that you're alive. You know, and I find it very enlightening, very uplifting. And I, I call those moments, moments of clarity. It's like, yeah, I am actually alive and I am, I'm breathing, I'm being, I'm a human doing. And uh, yeah, my, my thought is I'm going to have so many moments of clarity. They're going to flip through like a real uh, like photos at the end that old Grim Reaper is going to fall asleep uh, you know it's going to be I'm pretty sure I've seen it from a scene for a movie or something and they they just get up and walk off from Grim Reaper they're, they're, that's <laughs> yeah they're, that's my kind of uh, my, my place where I'd like to be uh, come to the end of it yeah I like that I, I like that 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 is what it is all about isn't it because people always ask and want to talk about what's the meaning of life and what are we all here for uh, and I think that's what it is. It's just to find, find what makes you happy and find a way to do it all the time. And when it yeah. changes, change and do what, what makes you happy then. And just, we're not, we're not here to hurt anyone or upset anyone or do any damage with it. But if you can just do, if everyone just does what they, what they feel they're meant to do, I think the world would just be a much better place. Jesus, Jesus, no, no, I'm Brian. Is this is this tagging you at all? Do you get me? This is uh, yeah. I've, I've, I watched that film like the other week, and it was just uh, it's just such a good film. Yeah, I'm gonna a... I'm gonna stop the conversation there because I've got more things to talk about. But I want to just uh, stop stop on that. It's all always, always look okay. on the bright side of life. Do 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 do. Which I think is telling to what we what's going on in the world right now, and uh, yeah. that's what people should focus on yeah yeah for sure Boom, dude. peace out dude have a good week Pleasure, my rest man. of it and yeah. uh
uh, we'll catch up. Well, uh, well, what's going on? Uh, we'll catch up soon, won't we? Probably before the next one at least. Sounds good. Thanks Wicked. for listening, guys. See you later.